Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When it comes to the festive season, you can't beat John Lewis, can you, Charlotte? John Lewis is Christmas in the UK, isn't it? And you can buy everything. Under one roof. Although we're not going under one roof this time, we're going online. But I do love the fact that I can buy everything from house decorations to stuff the children, my husband, me, my beauty products, everything. It's all there. It's also particularly good for fashion right now. They have the best cozy wear out there. If you are looking to snuggle up over the coming season, there is cashmere, there is loungewear, there is something for everybody. They've also just launched their 12 Days of Christmas dressing campaign. They've collaborated with some of our favourite high street retailers from Hush to Whistles for an exclusive capsule collection of 12 amazing outfits. And there are sparkles for Christmas as well as great loungewear. There's basically something for everyone. Love it. And I don't know about you, but I will definitely be getting dressed up at home because it's Christmas and it wouldn't be Christmas without some sparkle. They're also doing these amazing virtual styling sessions, which you can do from the comfort of your own home. How does that work? They are. You can speak to a John Lewis stylist over video call. They will help you go through existing pieces in your wardrobe and help you find new ways to wear them. And it's all for free. For free. For free. Amazing. Well, with all that and free delivery over £50 and free click and collect on orders over £30, I can honestly say it's never made more sense to shop at John Lewis. So get on over there, johnlewis.com. I'm off. See you later. See you, bye. Welcome to the Sherlux Team podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Becky Hall, Lou Huff, and Adiola Boyega. Hi, everyone. Hi. Lovely to have you here today. So excited to be back again. Looking flawless, as Thank always. You. There is a change in the in the room today. Somebody is now a missus. Woo! <laughs> you finally tied the knot. Finally, finally, after three failed attempts this year, and it was meant to be on Saturday, and then the lockdown news broke. And we were just devastated. So we managed to pull everything forward and pull off a wedding in 48 hours. And I'm now married. Wow. Yay! I mean, I said to you at the time, I personally think it's so much more romantic than like doing a whole big thing. And you ended up with such a... It was so you what yeah, you ended up it doing. It just like everything about the day just... From feeling like every single thing was going against us the last couple of months and just kind of disappointment after disappointment. And we just felt like odds just did not want us to get married this year. Just suddenly on that day, just everything fell into place. And it was, you know, a lot of other brides or kind of stories I've read about lockdown weddings, they've all said it's so special. It's so romantic. And, you know, I took that in, but I was like, will it? Like, do people just kind of say that because you feel like you should? And obviously it's already emotional rollercoaster. So I kind of went into it with little expectation. And I guess the whole journey had just been so emotional that... I just didn't really know what to even expect. And it was just above and beyond anything we could have ever, ever imagined and made us so excited for our original plan, which hopefully will still come in the not too distant future. But for now, it was really important to us, I think, just making that like first step in our life together. And you know, we've been together for such a long time. So we've finally done it. And everybody, people who haven't seen your picture on Instagram will want to know what you wore. Tell us you wore your white suit. Yes. So I wore a suit by the girls at the own studio. I went to kind of try on a couple of their things, maybe at the start of the year and fell in love with this trouser suit. I had it made slightly bespoke for me and I just felt so comfortable. Picking a dress, I've actually found really, really difficult just because I'm not a dress girl. And putting on that suit, I just felt like the best version of myself which is just what you want so yeah I was super super comfortable all day and my husband <laughs> wore a um a double-breasted suit as well so we were both suited and booted matching matching and he got up super early to go to the flower market yeah he? So yeah obviously because we had to turn things around so quickly like all of our original suppliers weren't able to provide it in that time frame so yeah he went to the flower market 6am on Love Tuesday that. morning and yes which also then made it like even more personal kind of every aspect we were so involved 
with. You've got so many great stories as well to tell people. Yeah. I mean, we're in the future, you're going to be like, we turned wedding around so fast. Yeah. It's just so I'm almost romantic. jealous. I don't have like a good story. I was like, well, we just had a wedding. <laughs> Whereas yours is so, like, that's what I mean about it being so romantic. Yeah. I still can't get over really. And all the flowers are now like in our lounge. So we're just kind of surrounded by that. And we had sort of various Zoom calls with friends and family over the weekend and just retelling the story. It's like, oh, can we just do it all over again? <laughs> and if you could give them one piece of advice now to brides who have been messed around by Corona and who haven't done it yet, what is your tip? When you pair everything back, what a marriage actually is, it is really just about the couple mm. and their love and making that commitment to each other. And all the stuff that goes on around it is really just filler. And I think just that was the thing that really highlighted it to me. Like we only had nine people. It was so, so intimate, but it was really just about us and our relationship and just think about what you actually want and the reason that you're doing what you're doing and the parties and the celebrations are still to come but I think for us just making that first commitment to each other and was just yeah priceless that's so oh, beautiful I know. and she's yeah. glowing so much you like, <laughs> like cannot stop smiling your face is gonna hurt it's so weird I like all the pictures I literally look like a Cheshire cat I'm like <laughs> smart, like you know a big big goofy grin but yeah I don't think I've been this happy in a really also, really long such time. good weather I was thinking yes. oh my god Lou's got the best weather yeah it like it was like London looking like at its absolute finest it's like oh. stop flirting with us London <laughs> Oh, good. Well, we're all so thrilled for you. Thank and you. Congratulations. Crossed, yeah, for Italy next year. Thank oh. you. To uh, less romantic matters, what has everybody <laughs> been watching, listening to? Adiola, any recommendations? Netflix is really exciting because all of the American shows that I grew up on, like Sister Sister, yes. Moesha, have actually finally come to the UK, which I'm super excited about. Sister Sister launched this weekend and I was literally doing like a marathon, like watching it because I literally grew up on it and it was really excited. Um, I actually downloaded like a VPN for me to be able to watch it. Like, oh, see, so they're on American Netflix, not yes, British Netflix. But now they are on the British so, one. So you'd originally downloaded it. Yeah, so I originally point. downloaded a VPN. So complicated to kind of do. I'm like not <laughs> so technical. Illegal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe do it a bit Maybe don't talk yeah. about that. But it was just really fun to be able to kind of just like, you know, watch it and yes. just enjoy it and have the, like a marathon. The Sister Sister theme tune is the oh one my God. I love. Oh my yes. yeah. <laughs> I love that it. That takes me back so much. So much. Oh, I actually felt really old watching it because I even follow like Tamara and Tia yeah. now and like they're in their 40s oh, and they look amazing yeah. but it's like oh my gosh I even grew up on this yeah. like it was yeah nostalgia it's finest that it was so and good. Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh, yeah. <laughs> and two of a kind so that was really exciting yeah two of a, speaking of two of a kind um, some of the Mary Kate and Ashley films are coming to Netflix as well <gasps> do you know that yeah. Yeah, right. how yeah. they have literally transformed themselves from those shows to the, the road, road which is like yeah unheard of <laughs> only them and Victoria Beckham yeah. have that power they yeah. should all be like Harvard case studies <laughs> <laughs> brand image it's amazing so you had a good binge did you yeah old good school binge shows? yeah living my teenage youth back again <laughs> yeah. what was Moesha that rings a bell Moesha so you know Brandy the singer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it was like a storyline based on her life it was really really interesting like with her stepmom and just going through life it was really fun yeah nice. I love her I miss the fashion from those days yeah as well. the 90s yeah. fashion there was makeup a lot of bucket hats that back then so many bucket hats cropped puffer jackets a lot right. of the same yeah it's all coming yeah. back yeah. Right. Blossom as well. remember Blossom yes did you ever watch The Tribe no that was, was another the like these teenagers that grew up but it was on Channel 5 and me and my sister were watching it yesterday it was really interesting it's, it's so like... good when you find something that really brings in yeah, nostalgia yeah super nostalgic you just sit there and go through episode after episode yeah. nothing nothing is nostalgic for me like the Spice World movie <laughs> That is like oh my the God. one. <laughs> it's the worst film ever made, but it's just so, I mean, that the is like best. nostalgia at its yeah. finest, isn't it? <laughs> Becky, any new recommendations from you? Do you know what? This is a bit different for me. Mm. But I have been watching a show called Interior Design Masters on Netflix. This is definitely Ooh, not your usual, unless God. somebody dies in it. I'm this is really smartening myself up. It's hosted by Fern Cotton, who I love and who I feel like hasn't done anything for ages. So whenever she does, I'm always quite glued to it. Anyway, it's hosted by Fern Cotton. There are 10 sort of aspiring interior designers all full of character and each week they have to work together or individually to like completely make over a hotel like a log cabin or even someone's house like a new build 
and they have to stick to the brief and what is so interesting is seeing how these interior designers just go against each other and it is honestly i think more than the actual design it's fascinating seeing how characters just do not gel at times and how they just are willing to kind of throw each other under the bus for things so it's a bit of like a soap but also (laughs) the outcome is amazing and you kind of get to see what they've worked on and then each week someone goes and it's judged by really big names like jade jagger mary portis and lawrence mellon bowen so there's someone different each week and i don't know what it is about it but i am addicted to it i'm already on like I, i can't even remember how many episodes there are but i'm definitely over halfway through And it doesn't sound like the kind of thing you could binge, but I love it. How does one win the show? They get eliminated week by week. And then when you win, you win like a massive partnership deal to make over one of London's biggest hotels. I don't think they actually announce which, but it's amazing. (laughs) London's biggest hotels, in (laughs) inverted commas. In inverted commas. But I think it's more the people. You become really invested in who you want to win. I like a bit of personality drama. Yeah, and you kind of watch it and you're like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Or, (laughs) you know what I mean? You get really into it. So completely different for me. And then also, I just tuned in last night, Lou, I don't know if you did, to the jungle lineup. So who's going into the (gasps) jungle? I saw that last night. Oh, my, Mo Farah is going in. I know. This is obviously for I'm a Celeb this year, which is taking place in Wales. Yes. Last night there was this retrospective with Andrew Deck, wasn't it? On tw- this is the twentieth. I know. Do you know what? I loved it as well. I watched it from start to finish. Yeah, I, so I started it, but then the football was on, so I, oh. I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> uh, but they did. They announced the new lineup for the Welsh version, didn't they? Yeah, it's, it's a good lineup. It's, oh, Who's really? in it? So we've got Vernon Kay. What? I know. <laughs> Vernon Kay. A bit of Shane Ritchie, as in Alfie from I Seven. Love Shane Ritchie, I love a bit of Shane Ritchie. I would Ritchie. have said he'd already been in it. Me too. Totally agree. Yeah. Okay, the kind of person yeah. you'd imagine in there. Okay, keep going. Mo Farah, and then... Victoria next. Derbyshire. She's a journalist. She's got the show on after BBC Breakfast every day. She'll be great. Yeah. I feel like she is a no-shit woman. There's like a lady from Corey. Lady from EastEnders. Yeah. AJ Pritchard. AJ Pritchard, yeah. <gasps> Brother of Curtis. Okay. Giovanna Fletcher. Oh, Tom, wow. Yeah, Tom Fletcher's wife. Um, oh, okay. From McFly. From McFly, okay. yeah. And she's oh, the yeah. mummy blogger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she'll be good, actually. I think she'll be quite calm. Yes. Yeah. But I just, I know they're a bit controversial, but I love Ant and Deck. And yeah, I watched it last night and you watched their career over the past 20 years yeah. just doing that show. And I have the utmost respect for them. Because, 100%. I mean, to continue that for 20 years, it's such a bond. And also just seeing the shows <laughs> over the years. I don't know if you ever watched one with Christopher Biggins, but it is still my favourite <laughs> series. Love Biggins. And they recapped all of them. And they showed the first ever one that had Tara Palmer Tompkinson That in. first season. Oh. Darren Day. Darren yeah. Day. <laughs> so good. And wasn't that Peter Tony and Katie? No, they were a few years later. Okay. The first one, there were only eight campmates. Only and it was eight. the one, oh, what's her name? The Scottish comedian. Oh and she God. lost the plot. She got really angry at all of them. They showed that. Yeah, they showed they that. That's what I was clip, watching. Yeah. yeah. And Tony Blackburn won. That yes. was the year. And that wow. was when they only did it for two weeks. Wow. So just, just fascinating. But yeah, I watched that last night. And so it's the can't. first official one tonight? The first official one's on Sunday. But last night was kind of like a little teaser. Oh, I, I can't I, wait. I, think I, watch, I don't normally watch it because I hate all the gruesomeness. But I feel like <laughs> it can't be that gruesome if it's in a castle. Wait, <laughs> surely. And so, you finally got to see Ant and Dec do a Bush Tucker trial. Oh, yeah, that was the main that. thing. My yeah, it was priceless. I love it when they do like I think it's like the penultimate episode and they are like in a like a blow up the cyclone the cyclone the cyclone oh my god every year that is like my dream day you can go I've always wanted to go to one of those massive inflatable like it's a knockout things in water mine and my mum's like biggest fight is that she thinks that Ant and Deck have no talent she's like they're talentless they don't get the hype and it makes me so angry like you just don't understand but Heather's like that it's mad Heather and I completely disagree that's the, that's the but I feel like it's their bond that makes them yes. who they are like also, maybe if they were separate it might not be as exciting but their bond together but it's also them. like they are so natural and like that is the skill yeah. totally. the fact that you yeah. think they've got no skill is the skill I completely agree I just I, I don't know I love them and watching <laughs> yeah. them they just make me so happy me too they're just a British institution yeah, yeah. national yeah. treasure yeah. 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 alright well we'll have to report back on the coming podcasts about um, I'm a celeb and it's progress uh, Lou any TV have you been watching any TV probably not no <laughs> funnily enough no <laughs> I had something to recommend oh it's The Queen's Gambit which I do think Heather talked about on the podcast last week as well um, but I finished and it's just brilliant it's so good um, what's it about because I keep hearing people recommend this but every time I look at it on Netflix I don't get much from it. It's really hard to explain, but it's basically about a girl who is orphaned and goes to a kind of orphanage 
a boarding school type thing and becomes both a drug addict and a top chess player and it follows her life as she tries to become a grandmaster in chess while she battles this drug addiction um, but it's shot so beautifully like the aesthetics are just absolutely stunning it's so visual there's a kind of Wes Anderson Ooh. feel to it it's just like really symmetrical really aesthetically pleasing oh. set in the kind of 50s and 60s so the great costumes and it's with Anya Taylor-Joy who uh, played Emma in the Jane Austen adaptation last year and yeah she's just spectacular I really recommend it if you're looking for a bit of escapism not really for blokes it's quite a girly watch I'd say so leave the boys out but yeah highly recommend there was a bit of a uh, jostle in the Sherlock's office when I said we were going to be talking about CeraVe on the podcast today <laughs> because so many CeraVe fans, came, not even came out the woodwork. I, I don't think anyone's closeted about their CeraVe <laughs> fandom, but so many people wanted to be on this podcast to talk about CeraVe. So you are the lucky ones who were chosen well done. <laughs> but this is because we're working with a brand at the moment and they are just one of the best for affordable skincare. Becky, just give us an intro. Like what is CeraVe and why? are they so popular here so i think the reason they're so popular is because it's an incredibly fuss-free brand there's no sort of frills to it you know exactly what you're getting when you sometimes buy skincare there's a lot of jargon that comes with it whereas these are streamlined bottles that literally say what skin type they're for and i think one of the biggest selling points is right at the top there's that tiny line that says created in partnership with dermatologists so i think you know you're getting really good products and formulations. It feels really authentic. And then there's the fact that they are made with ceramides, hence the name CeraVe. And And, ceramides are. And ceramides are basically like, think of them like concrete in your skin. They lock in moisture and stop anything coming out or going in at the same time. So they work really well to kind of keep your skin feeling fresh and supple and just smooth and it's a brilliant brand for problem prone skin anyone that gets eczema i've used it for my eczema and it's been brilliant but also it uses hyaluronic acid as well in most of the formulations so you get that kind of double dose of hydration all the time and then they brought out the salicylic acid cleanser which i think is everybody's favorite just because it's a bit more targeted isn't it and that salicylic acid it kind of works to break down red bumps on the back of your arms works to even out sort of red uneven tone and it's just so simple but so effective and I think that is why people love it. Ideally for nodding along. (laughs) Do you agree? Yeah it's so good especially that salicylic acid cleanser. I've recommended it to so many people especially if they've got maskne um, because salicylic acid is really good to go deep down in the pores and really clear out the skin. But like you were saying that, you know, it's really, really good for, you know, targeting things, but not drying your skin at the mm, same time. And okay. it's so cheap and cheerful and yeah. so affordable. Mm. I had a friend recently and her mom's going through menopause and she was asking me about what products to go for. And I said, try CeraVe, like it's so good. And if you are like an entry level person or haven't tried, you know, a lot of skincare, you just want something that literally just does the job. It's such a one. good brand to go for. So, so that's interesting. So salicylic acid cleanser, is that what you're using for the, yeah. this, this shared problem that we both have? Yeah. So about maybe about a month ago, I had like a really, I don't know if it was a reaction, whether it was stress, but I had this reaction. I had like all these tiny, tiny bumps, like all over my cheeks and my chin and I had no idea what it was so I was like Becky what do I do (laughs) and she recommended this salicylic acid cleanser so I literally stripped back my routine and literally just used that and then also their daily moisturizer night cream and literally just those two products and it literally cleared it up within three days and it even says on the front for like dry and bumpy skin that's Um, what I need so Yeah. yeah it was amazing and actually I now just have it in the shower the packaging is also amazing it's got like a pump on it so just have that in the shower every morning I wash my face with it and also like I sometimes get a little bit is it on the backs of my arms so often helps that same with on my chest and it's just kind of I'm no pro so I'm not going <laughs> to say the right words but I have noticed a massive change and it's just sort of smoothing out my skin Mm. and like problem areas and just it's so affordable Mm. it's like 12 pounds and I think when I bought it I went to Boots and they had like a three for two offer so I also got one of their eye cream as well and also now the salicylic acid body cream as well and that is just such a like rich texture so that just like a little bit that on your arms and especially like this time of year like Mm. I feel like my skin just whatever Mm. I do it just needs extra like moisture and it kind of I feel like it gives it like a protective barrier totally so yeah I could not recommend it enough and I just think if you've got any little 
skin spot problems and I feel like in our office everyone is struggling with mask knee yes. luckily for the wedding my skin was like fine and three days later it like erupted um, <laughs> your body just gets you through <laughs> yeah I was like thanks um, but yeah I think I couldn't recommend it enough that's what I've got here like here it's, it's just under my it's just over my chin and like under yeah. my lips but it's it's like they're like blackheads like mm. they look or they're like bumps that mm. in the past you would just be able to squeeze out but they, yeah. they do not squeeze out they're, they're just these angry bumps they're not yeah and they're not blackheads they're yeah. just they but they look like they would be squeeze outable. Sorry, yeah. this is really gross, but they just won't go anywhere. So is this what I need to use? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I just think it's so pared back that it, it just gives you results really quickly. And I think another thing to say about them is their range is quite concise. Mm. It feels really curated, you know. They're not just putting products in for the sake of it or launching things left, right, and center. Everything has a real purpose mm-hmm. and nothing is over fifteen pounds. Yeah. It's amazing. So you kind of know when you go shopping that you're gonna get things for your price range, any mm. price range, and it's gonna work. And you can try it as well. And if, mm. if it's not for you, like, you know, fifteen pounds. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like the cleanser, you can use that salicylic acid one on your body as well. Yeah. So, so like you get back acne. Yeah. yeah. It's so good for that. Yeah. And great for like family and kids as well. I think you're a really good hydrating cleanser as well. That's really lovely. So not just for yourself, but if you've got family members, like you can easily like use it between the whole family and it's like yeah. really cost effective. Yeah, I think there's three different types of cleanser depending yeah. on your, your skin type. Yeah. Also at this time of year, I don't know about you, but it's my, my feet and my ankles <laughs> and the backs of my, they are, they are literally my like snaky. <laughs> yeah, snake skin dry. I've used their moisturizing lotion before. It's just a like fast acting, incredibly yeah. thick. Yeah. It's almost like a dipper based cream that you'd mm. get at the pharmacy, mm. but it feels a bit more luxurious yes. because you know it's that kind of nice brand yeah. as well at the same time right well that's quite a lot of love for CeraVe there isn't it <laughs> um, alright well you can have a look at the feature on the site for more information and you can shop all of their range at boots.com hold up what was that boring no flavour that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're going to talk a bit about... We're not going to talk about travel, really, but we are <laughs> going to talk about travel bloggers to follow on Instagram. If you are missing the sea, the slopes, whatever it might be, then we have rounded up the best travel bloggers to follow for a little bit of uh, wanderlust inspiration whilst we're all stuck here. My brother buggered off to Mallorca before the lockdown, <gasps> just riding it out over there. So jam. Every time it rains, he's like, he's just gone. Oh, like, wow. I don't know, he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone. Go like that. <laughs> and he, um, every time it rains, he like sends the family group a photo and then you look, check at the weather and it's like, it's going to rain for 10 minutes and then it's 23 degrees. Oh, and they're like, well, you can fuck God. off. <laughs> <laughs> so jealous. Anyway, apart from him, everybody else is uh, pretty much stuck here for the foreseeable. So I want to know who are your favorite travel bloggers to follow on Instagram or travel Instagram accounts? Adiola, do you have any? I follow a lady called Lydia Dinger. She does some really beautiful content. She's not traveling at the moment, but it's just really inspirational because she still posts about it now. And it's just really sort of like aspirational, beautiful, clean cut images. She actually did a really fun travel blog with her partner where they literally took like a camper van <laughs> and like literally went and it was just so beautiful and they swam in the like ocean and the water and it just looked so gorgeous. So that really inspires me. But also one of my really close friends has moved over to traveling like nomad like lifestyle. So she lives with her husband and their daughter, but they literally like move around every single like couple of months. Cool. So they're like in Mexico one minute. I just really love 
following them in their journey. But I just found it really, really sort of inspiring that they kind of have a family life, but they travel all around like, the world. People who do that, I've got so it's like Courtney Adomo. Yeah. Yeah. She's got four kids and they just love like that. upped and went. I, yeah. I think it's yeah. so cool. So what do they do? They homeschool their children. So she's only got one just, daughter, sure. but they literally just like have an income online by doing like teaching English online. Nice. And wow. they literally like talk about like how to make money online as well, but they never stay in a certain area for more than like a couple of months. It's just really, really inspirational. Wow. They had like 18,000 pounds worth of debt that they cleared before they went. Yeah. And they've been doing it for like three years. And Amazing. it literally worked for them. They come back every so often, but I just find it really inspirational. And also as well, like you just get so many tips from them yeah. as well about where to go, where not to go. Because they've got, they've got what we all crave, which is like the time. Exactly. So, you know, we go somewhere for like a week or two and that's not the same yeah. as going somewhere for months on yeah. end. Where's the most exciting place they've been? Mexico, I feel like was really exciting. Bali as well. But also you see like the not nice parts mm. about it as well. So like with their house hunting and they might go to a place that doesn't really work out and for me, it's kind of like, I might have thought that I wanted to go somewhere, but actually they kind of give you the heads up, like, don't really go here or don't sure. really go to those places. <laughs> honest but, review. Yeah, honest reviews. But I just love, like, it's like their family life balance. Yeah. Like, they work up until a certain time and then they're at the beach by two o'clock in the afternoon oh, and that's their life. And it I'm makes like, you feel like a mug, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> what are we all doing Yeah, mental. What did they do in lockdown? What happened? Or oh, not lockdown, you know, over coronavirus. How has that affected they them? They still travelled out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they came here for a short period of time, but they, you know, before lockdown happened, and they've like traveled again and I just find it really really fun and engaging also the fact that they've got a daughter as well yeah, cool. she's so cultured she's probably more cultured than what I am yeah of course <laughs> like yeah, 31. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's probably seen a lot more of the world than most of us right yeah. exactly so, cool yeah, Do, really can cool. we follow them on Instagram yeah they're What's called that? the Fro family the Fro the family Fro yeah. family Fro family travels oh, what a dream Lou what about you who do you turn to for travel inspo oh, I love following travel accounts like especially this year where we just haven't been able to go anywhere <laughs> but I always use them as sort of my source of inspiration for like new places to go or hotels and restaurants so one of my faves is the adventures of us friends of sherlock's who also run the incredible interiors account number 17 but they just have been to so many amazing places around the world and the way that they sort of capture these beautiful destinations is just God, you literally are like, oh my God, can you <laughs> transport me there right now? So I love following them. Another one is a photographer. I'm going to say her name wrong. In my head, I call it Lucy Lockett, but I think it's like, it's Lucy, L-A-U. Lucy Locked. She <laughs> is a sort of travel photographer and again, just documents so many beautiful places. Kind of every picture you're like, well, I could just print that out and have that as a poster on my wall. <laughs> just, I don't know, I just find looking at travel pictures so it makes you feel so much like uplifted and like I love traveling myself every year that's always like our biggest highlight so this year is weird to not have that so yeah I've got like some saves on my Instagram I've got like a saved account of just beautiful pictures and you're like bookmarking places to go for the future so yeah those would be my two go-tos Becky who do you tend to for, I don't, for inspo I don't necessarily follow travel bloggers but I do love super.italy which is an Instagram account that you guessed it, documents <laughs> different places in Italy. And I think it's obviously one of my favourite places. And it kind of just gives you all those little photos of nooks and crannies of Italy that you've never seen and restaurant tips. And, you know, it shows a really beautiful restaurant in the island of Bari. And you just sort of bookmark these things and think, when I go there, that is where I'll be going. That is the exact picture I'll be replicating. <laughs> you know, just it just looks and feels so beautiful, that account. And it really does bring Italy to life and then other than that I also follow the India edit who I know doesn't do loads of travel photos but she does really nice concise UK trips sometimes and I that was where I actually discovered the new before you said you'd been Lou and I was like I've never heard of the mm. new in Somerset and you know all these places in the UK that you suddenly discover just by scrolling through Instagram mm. and she always has like beautiful filters on yeah and it does take like, the best cozy. photos there's yeah. another um, influencer called Gina Goes too, and, and she's done a lot of especially UK vacations recently so if you're kind of you feel like you're in a bit of a slump and hopefully you're more out of lockdown thinking about something where you can go locally oh, then she's nice. a great one I do think it is weird though like if you kind of think of like the travel world before Instagram and all these sort of secret hidden gems nothing's really secret anymore mm -hmm. I think yeah. because of Instagram like you know there's a view or you know there's a certain picture as you were saying that like everyone has yeah. been captured and a lot of people are at that beach because like we saw it on Instagram yeah. so <laughs> the geotag so I don't know part of me I'm kind of quite split in two whereas half feel like this is amazing because it's inspiring so many others and there's a lot of places that maybe you would never have learned about 
if it weren't for this platform but mm. equally think actually that's really sad but yeah. yeah so much is not unknown and you can't just kind of walk and discover for yourself mm. you're doing it's that true. through the eyes of someone else or you know yeah it kind of makes the world so much bigger but so much smaller in a way yeah. at the same time I don't really follow travel bloggers at all for kind of for that reason like I am also a bit like I don't need to see another beach mm. like I find it all quite samey but what I do do is I have a subscription to Condé Nast Traveller who I absolutely love for those off the beaten track recommendations which really genuinely are off the beaten track between Condé Nast Traveller and Mr and Mrs Smith I feel in such safe hands and whenever in the last few years we've deviated from any anywhere that we haven't found in, in either of those places it's just been a letdown it just hasn't been. Yeah, I, I, I personally more, I need to go to a trusted source yeah. and I don't trust Instagram for recommendations yeah. to me it's the same as TripAdvisor like okay you might you might follow someone whose aesthetic you like you know India for example I have every faith that if I went somewhere that India recommended it would be lovely but I just feel safer in the hands yeah. of a really trusted expert source not just people who then kind of made their hobby their mm-hmm. their passion so for me that is just a kind of prerequisite and the best thing about Condé Nast Traveller is they will go to like the randomest place I mean places you would never ever think of as holiday destinations so in this month there was a whole write-up on Lagos and why that's now like this massive fashion destination and like do you know what I mean just places you would never think about and they go into such depth and such detail and you know they might do a road trip and whatever somewhere in the Nordics which is like really obscure and to me that is the best source of inspiration exactly as you say Lou because it's so hard to find Mm -hmm. those those more hidden gems um, these days and they really have kind of gone the extra mile to to tick that box so for me that is like the best place for that and Mr and Mrs Smith as I said my favorite thing to do is go on to like even if I'm not staying in a hotel that's a recommendation of theirs I'll go on to the hotel in that area and then scroll down to the bottom and they always have the best list yes. of recommendations in the area and like what to do there and where to eat. If you're going to, you know, wherever it may be, UK, Thailand, whatever, find a hotel there, you know, even if whatever, their hotels yeah. don't have your availability or your budget, they will have really good recommendations for what to do in, in the area. So top tip for you. Good tip. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Well, if you are looking for a bit of travel inspo on your grid, then have a look at our roundup of the very best travel bloggers follow on the site. I'm going to make you all hungry now. It's 11 o'clock on Monday and we're going to talk about chocolate. We wrote a nutritionist guide to chocolate and important though that is, I want to take this in a slightly smuttier direction and just talk about naughty chocolate because I don't know about you guys, but it's been so hard to put the stuff away over the last few months. And um, so during the first lockdown, my mum was like, oh, they might start rationing. You better stock up. So the only thing I stocked up on, because I was, re- I was like, we'll be able to get the basics. But I went and bought like 10 big dairy milk things because I was like that would be really stressful if you couldn't get your hands on like some really good chocolate right anyway it's all gone (laughs) we never rationed and I ate it all but it's really kind of I don't know in the office we're quite good and we try to only have like a square of dark chocolate or whatever but being at home I've just gone to pot anyway all this to say what is your chocolate of choice or what are you guys loving right now it's nearly Terry's chocolate orange time of year as well isn't it so what's tickling your fancy right now Becky I feel like I'm never good with chocolate. When you were just saying about being in the office, I just... Yeah, we definitely don't do that. I feel like we're naughty sometimes, but like I try... Pre-lock, like, you know, before 2020. Yeah. I was quite good at just like having a... Oh no, we did quite a lot of chocolate I would think actually the fashion table are probably the worst (laughs) chocolate hoarders in there. Yeah, we actually... I always steam over if I hear a little (laughs) muscle. Well, firstly, I know I always talk about this, but I do feel like I have to plug him because he is my brother and he is a small struggling business at the moment. And he is called... Coco and he makes chocolate from bean to bar so the the beans come over from Nicaragua he then cracks them he winnows them and then he makes chocolate from scratch yes. and it is really impressive so if you do have time check out his website because he makes you know everything from salted caramels to really thick chocolate bars um and it is it's healthy chocolate i'm gonna give a flip side because it's like natural because it's quite natural Mm -hmm. yeah and it's pretty fresh but um it's great for those i would say if you love dark chocolate especially it's worth checking out but his salted caramels how did you get into that it's so niche i mean it gets even niche he used to be a fishmonger okay sure but before that he had studied patisserie and chocolate so he just went back to it basically what a lovely thing to study maybe I'll do that (laughs) but on the flip side of that I've just discovered Tony Moly Tony Tony Chocoloni Tony Tony Moly not at all (laughs) not not not, one bit not not even close he's just discovered I went Sainsbury's the other day and Tor was like you have to get that you'll love it Susie you didn't try this until the other day I've never (gasps) tried it in my life I got salted caramel oh my god Lou Adiola hasn't heard of it I've never heard of it I don't think it's that yeah 
Oh my God, when this conversation came around, I was like, I hope Charlotte picks me first because everyone is obviously going to go for Tony Chocolate. <laughs> and honestly, I'd ne- so I had it over the weekend. I had the salty ca- um, caramel. Oh, the salted pretzel one. Heaven. Unreal. Okay, so Adiona, these are, they kind of look like Willy Wonka-esque. Yeah. They're like Ooh. big, but, I mean, they actually do a small one as well, yeah. but they look, they're these kind of big. They're chunky. Yeah, fat. And they're always really bright colors. There's like a bright orange, a bright green, a bright blue, gold wrapping. And yeah. it's somewhere between naughty and nice like it's not as naughty as Cadbury's okay. but it's not as good as like Lynch Ooh. would you agree it's kind of yeah, like in not, the middle it's not yeah. like in that like luxury fancy demographic no but, but it's not I as naughty it as is the best chocolate in the world it's wow. delicious yeah. I was literally like I get it now yeah. I get it yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it caramel one is amazing the pretzel <gasps> one is a personal the pretzel favorite. one is my favorite it's expensive and the most difficult thing is when you get a large bar it's not you know how Cadbury's is like rows so it's easy to be like right I'll just have a row and, and that will like sort me out or I'll just finish this next row and it's easy to share <laughs> this one the shapes are so all over the place it's very hard to like <laughs> so I agree it's really it's like when you get the Cadbury's you know that Cadbury's one with all the like the jelly beans and this cop, yeah. Pop, yeah. the popping candy and it's yeah. really hard to break off a piece it's so like yeah, it, it just means you end up you're like well we might as well just finish this <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it's not really for sharing it's too junky you just gotta yeah, have it yourself and- so hang on I've been going through my whatsapp conversation with Lou and Polly trying to find what I said was my latest Tony preferred flavor I can't find it but I, what I have found is that back in the summer Cadbury's had a thing called cadburyinventor.com and you basically it's it's a competition and having just clicked on the link there's now a winner so you can't play anymore but it was basically like you had to invent a Cadbury bar and it broke down like every single thing that you could possibly put in it and you had to come up with your combinations of what you put in your chocolate bar so hang on this is what we said Polly went for speculos with you know which is like the lotus biscuits with brownie and sea salt I went with speculos cookie dough and marshmallow Lou's husband went with hazelnut salt and malt nuggets. He and was Lou. buzzing about that. He literally, for weeks on end, was waiting for his call to say one. And, and Lou went with coconutty, crunchy honeycomb and blueberry. Yum. Gross. I think that sounds so good. That's some good, quite combination. Anyway, like, yeah. it's such a shame they've taken that competition down. It was so much fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, delicious. Anyway, sorry, back so to Tony. Yeah, Tony Chocoloni is the absolute best and it's also their mission to create 100% slave-free chocolate as there's a lot of inequality in the chocolate industry and the sourcing. So yeah, you're eating delicious chocolate and it's for a good cause. My other one is Montezuma's mint chocolate, which is again, just astonishingly good. It's got like teeny little like crunchy pieces of mint mm. in it. Oh, I love I Montezuma love mint. chocolate button. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. good. So good. They're yeah. thick, thick as well. Yeah, oh really, my really God. good. Speaking of chocolate buttons, can I take my favorite chocolate in the world right now is M&S do these salted caramel filled chocolate buttons. Like I cannot <laughs> describe how good they are. They're M&S. insane. They M&S, also yeah. do these milk chocolate coated cookie dough balls and they yes. are... Yes. <gasps> I love them. I love them. Actually, I and speaking of... Literally. You know, I didn't realise I had so much to say on this subject, but speaking of... My brother came home the other day with Ben and Jerry's and now selling a bag just of mini cookie dough balls of their cookie dough. Oh, so you don't, wow. even, you don't even bother with the ice cream. You know how you get the ice cream and you dig out the cookie dough and leave yeah, the vanilla? That is a top... A that's a good tip. Top that's tip. Amazing. Yeah, found it in Sainsbury's. Sainsbury? Oh, no. Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's. such good stuff. Do you know what else Sainsbury's have? I think we put it on Sherlock's. I'm really missing Leon. Leon's like the only fast food thing I haven't been able to get during lockdown because no one lives near a Leon, do they? Mm. Um, and in Sainsbury's, you can buy, you know, they're really good waffle yeah. chips. Yeah. <laughs> and you can buy them frozen in Sainsbury's. I love them. Yeah. Those. From Leon. Yeah, like they're from they're so Leon. Good. Uh, yeah. I know. Anyway, back to chocolate. Adiola, what are you into chocolate? Can I just say I'm really floored by all this like choice. I'm going to go home and like literally on my way home like to Sainsbury's and buy some. But I'm really bored and I love Ferrero Rocher. I love... Oh, you mm. can't beat a Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. So good. I do love a Ferrero Rocher. Especially at this time of year. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not waiting until Christmas. I'm just eating yeah. them now. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but that would be my favourite. Do you know what a really fun game is to do when we do this at Christmas? Is that we, <laughs> we basically guess the chocolate. That's fun. That's a really great fun. game. Oh, that's So really obviously fun. if you have any like chocolate connoisseurs, you basically just carve pieces of chocolate, put them in different bars and everyone has to guess like... And they all I'm presumably have to be the same shape. Yeah, same shape. <laughs> Good shout. <laughs> right, yeah. I think if or, I was given a Ferrero, I'd be like... I know what this is. Yeah. You could but be like a bar of chocolate. You yeah. could be blindfolded. 
That yeah, but true. I think if you put it in your mouth, like Ferrero, Terry's Shock, like you're gonna know. Yeah, okay, yeah that's but true, if it's that's like true. Dairy Toberone. Milk and Galaxy, yeah. you wouldn't really know the difference. But I just think it's really fun, like to kind of see people's reaction. Yeah, I like that to eat chocolate. Yeah, that's really fun. Maybe that can be the fashion team Christmas party. Great, sorted. I've got to say, like as a Brit, I think we do have like seriously good chocolate selection yeah whenever i go abroad and you're like oh, i really fancy oh. some chocolate and then you're like oh god this is terrible yeah, i do like milka it. you know that european yeah. the purple one i really oh, like I milka. Love yeah. Milka. Yeah. i also yeah. just love a crunchy you know I a good old-fashioned crunchy. crunchy i've not had a crunchy in years no, oh, I, if i ever find a crunchy i'm like you're coming with me can i take my so my favorite chocolate bar to ever exist was discontinued years ago and it was a mars delight i don't know if you remember them they were like oh, yeah that rings they had a, a kind of wafer in them if you googled them you'd, you'd recognize the wrapper and it, it was like a wafer and then it was a kind of caramelly like mousse almost and then it was covered in chocolate and it, that is my like if I ever saw I just don't think they exist anymore but if I ever saw one I'd probably cry it's been years but they're so good if you could only have one chocolate bar what would it be oh good shout for me I love Galaxy just mm. the taste of it mm. so that would be it's my... so sweet though but, Galaxy yeah, Galaxy like, is sweet but that's the good thing because I'll know that I only have a little bit and that will be sufficient for okay. me okay yeah. you've got yeah, self control I, I quite like it just even a corner yeah, of a Galaxy like a yeah bit. I love actually a ripple this Ooh. is the worst discussion to have pretty luck yeah, we're just going to a pool aren't we after yeah. this. <laughs> I forgot about ripples yeah I love a ripple mm. ripple dunk, dunked in a cup of tea oh. delicious but there's nothing like a chocolate finger dunked in a cup of tea is yeah that is the one do you dunk straw yeah Oh, guys. No, Becky, that is mandatory. <laughs> For those who don't know, if you, you can do it with a Kit Kat as well. You bite off the top and the bottom and you suck your teeth through it and then you eat your, your soggy biscuit. It's yeah. phenomenal. You can do the same with a penguin. I'm a funny one Ooh, like that. That's a very fat straw. <laughs> no, you do like, like the, you do, so you do the, the two, <laughs> you do two corners and. Oh, clever. Yeah. And then it kind of goes through and then you flip it around and then it's like this like soggy, this soggy. Oh, love God, a penguin. You can't be a penguin either. I was going to say. Yeah. Love a penguin. But one chocolate bar. I think it would be a crunchy. I get so much satisfaction from a crunchy. I find mm. t- crunchy hurts my tongue a bit. It bit, hurts the, my teeth. The, the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. But I really do. I would like to, you know, I'd just sit with a crunchy and be very happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lou, one chocolate. Um, mine would be Tony Chocolony pretzel, but if it has to be like a regular bar that you can you can buy that, mm. I would probably go. Oh, this is so tough for like long term. Think about this way too much. <laughs> long term, I'd go Giant Buttons because I think like whatever your mood, you can never mm. really go yeah. wrong. But I also love a Bueno. A Bueno, oh, bueno. interesting. Bueno. I'd go Twelve. Oh, Twelve, so 12. good. Can't so, be so Twelve. Can't be Twelve. It's a flake, but less messy. What yeah, love. All right. Well, if you want some <laughs> nutritionist info. <laughs> what a segue yeah well we haven't written a piece on our favourite chocolate bars at all but there is a nutritionist guide to chocolate if you are looking for a healthier approach then clearly we are on the site let's talk puddings now whilst we're uh, on a roll we have written a feature on 10 great puddings you can make in 15 minutes so I want to know what are your go-to puddings at this time of year it really is it's pudding season isn't it Time to put a bit of meat on those bones. <laughs> Aziela, what's your go-to, go-to dessert to make at home? Do you know what I love is a Baileys? Mm. And I feel like this time Ooh. of the year, like a Baileys is like what you'd have, for example, on the weekend, if you're just like sat watching a nice film. But this is a really lovely dessert that I literally be having like every other like week. It's really bad, actually. It's like a three pudding dessert, which is like a Baileys, coconut milk and dark chocolate. Ooh. And then you literally just put it into like a mousse, mix it together, let it sit in the fridge and it's divine. Because like, when you said Baileys, I was like, yeah, babe, that, that's not a dessert. Like <laughs> wine, wine is my favourite dessert. <laughs> that is so clever. What, so you just so mix good. it all? Just mix it all together. So you obviously melt the dark chocolate, yeah. then you mix it in with the coconut milk and then also add the Baileys in. So good. That is such a hack so as well. Good. What that is easy dessert. And you, it's so quick and easy as well. Yeah. You can put it in in the morning, let it sit in the fridge, and then it's done by the evening. Yeah. Unreal. So good. <laughs> yeah, such a good, that's so quick and easy. I love that. Becky, are you a dessert baker? I wish I was, but no. I, when I went out in Bake Off the other week, it instills fear in me having to bake for people. We, we have Genuinely. a sweepstakes. I've heard of yes, this. Yes, so you have to bake. Yes, yes, so I'm out. I went out. out. He really let me down, Mark, but we won't go there. <laughs> but I do like making those kind of gooey cookies mm. with a bit of saltiness in mm, them. Yeah. Nice bit of contrast. But I'm not, in terms of puddings, I, I have to say, I like eating them. Sticky, <laughs> sticky toffee is my favourite. Oh, oh, that's my favourite. Yes. Hands down. Yeah, I'm going to do the best one. Yeah. Oh, it's mm. my favourite. 
favourite. If mm. you ever go to a pub at Christmas, it's like oh, me yeah. too. It's, there's, there's no contest. If they're no. sticking coffee on the dessert, on and the as soon as you like get the menu, I'll like scan the menu. <laughs> yeah, to, like see, like <laughs> yes. let's go pudding first, so I then know like how Love, much to have. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. You can know you can relax over yeah. your main. <laughs> yeah, hate it also when they don't give you the, the pudding menu at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. especially if it's like a roast kind of destination. Yeah, exactly. You need you need the pudding. Yeah, I find know. that a bit rude actually if they mm. don't. But I that is what I would have. But I wouldn't know where to start with cooking it. I'm not. I'm just not a big baker. That's okay. Fair so yeah. I can't contribute too much here. Oh, but I like your Baileys. Yeah, too. try that. It's quick and easy. I love Baileys. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Mm. Lou, into baking desserts? Yeah, I love a pudding. I'm always, I would always go pudding over a starter. Mm. So yeah, like you guys, love sticky toffee. I love a bread and butter pudding, like this time of year as well. Like delish. My mum's an amazing baker, chef and, and kind of puddings. I think she really comes into her own. And there's a sort of family recipe called Apple Betty, which I'm Are sure I've before. before. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a crumble but the topping is like breadcrumbs and then granola and then you put like mix like butter and maple syrup together and then put that over the top roast in the oven and big chunks of chocolate and so you get this like really crunchy crispy and then you get like with bits of chocolate and then with the tart of the apples just like divine there's a really simple like kind of like a tart tart where you just get some puff pastry put some it's like a real cheap's version to it some marmalade on the base and then really really finely slice a cox apple put a bit of sugar over the top and then bake that in the oven and that is like so tasty yeah. Yeah. that's a good hack yeah mm. delish so easy as yeah. well. i'm really hungry <laughs> but charlotte you i feel like you're a pudding fan i i am a pudding fan but i'm not normally a maker of but a few weeks ago i did try nigella's nutella cheesecake which is a the easiest thing i've ever made and i swear to god it is the most delicious thing i I I can't take credit for it it's Nigella's recipe but it is insane like I never really thought about what goes into a cheesecake before it's not it's not exactly healthy (laughs) it's literally like you crumble biscuits with Nutella and butter and that's the base and then you mix Nutella sugar cream cheese and that's the top um, and then you can tr- like put hazelnuts on top but oh my god I just love Nutella so it was like the most creamy decadent you know those things that you take a slice and then the next day we just like chisel we like you know the, cl- it, the cling film was yeah. still on and we were like chiseling yeah. away with a fork we were like oh shit it's finished like it's so good so I highly recommend that I'm also not I'm, I'm better at cooking than I am at baking because I'm not very good at being precise but Nigella does make things so easy so yeah I do recommend Oh, yeah. I've had a cheesecake in ages. And also I don't like a kind of like traditional cheesecake. I find it a bit dull, but this mm. is like decadent. Sounds incredible. So good, you guys. <laughs> All right, we've got recipes for everything from vegan banana split to croissant pudding. That sounds right up your street. Oh my God, yum. <laughs> Orange chocolate fondant, matcha, shiratama, mochi. Yum, I love a mochi. Uh, anyway, so do have a look at the feature if you are in the market for a good pudding. We're going to end on a bit of fashion. All eyes are obviously on loungewear right now. By the time this goes live, our John Lewis cozy lookbook will be live. Adiola, we did a big shoot uh, for John Lewis a few weeks ago. We shot two lookbooks for them. One is cozy, one is party themed. But that has really got me in the mood for cozy season. I mean, there was cashmere, there were joggers, there were so many lovely things to lounge around the house in. So I want to know what you're lounging around the house in right now, Lou? Well, I think during the summer, I was way more into this sort of sportswear athleisure vibe. So I got a white sweatshirt from Topshop, had some H&M joggers, and that was like kind of me done. And I also recently got an amazing sweatshirt from a brand called A Novel Idea, who has sort of jumped on that princess dye sportswear. And it's just a nice like navy sweatshirt. And you kind of, I wore it on a Zoom call the other day with my hair in a ponytail and Polly and Charlotte said I looked like I was going off to hockey practice oh, she literally looked 15 no. <laughs> kind of like a scrunchy and like sporty yeah. jumper yeah. Um, so yeah more recently I've been going down more the athletic vibe but I think now it is getting a bit more cosy mm. now I feel like I want some good cashmere I mean it's been like a life goal to own a cashmere onesie or like a cashmere tracksuit <laughs> so yeah you missed it last week but I've got my eye on <gasps> one yeah there's a Madeline Thompson cashmere onesie oh on net which is hideously expensive, but I'm trying to like not really buy a lot at all at the moment. So, and I can't think of anything I get better cost per wear from. Yeah. It's a cashmere jumpsuit, not onesie. So you, you can absolutely wear it out. It's got like a tie waist. Okay. It's got buttons kind of like into a high neck, slightly mm. puff sleeves. It's amazing. So I'm just wait. I'm keeping a very close eye on it. And I don't like buying things at the beginning of the month. So yeah. I'm just going to wait a couple of weeks yeah. when, until it's close to payday. You know what's what. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just keeping my eye on it and yeah, trying to be good. And I'm going to treat myself because it is 
it's flawless oh i know amazing. i'm really excited about it yeah it's really good they got it in, in um camel as well oh I know. crazy actually Zara Home have just launched the most beautiful collection of sort of at-home loungewear, beautiful silks, and actually really, really affordable. And they've got some great cashmere two-pieces. The White Company as well always have such lovely, lovely pieces. So yeah, I can't wait actually to sort of yeah. indulge in my at-home wardrobe. Now. I also think Hush is so good right now. Yes. Like really, really good at-home stuff as well, not like hideously expensive. So another no, one. And, and yeah, really good cashmere and, and M&S. I think actually you can get some really great mm, places. You can. Really I'm wearing M&S cashmere right now. On the, um, on the high street. Um, and me and M, such good loungewear. Yes. Yeah, a bit more expensive, but so good. What about you guys? Sorry, we got lost in a <laughs> romantic cashmere story there. Adiela, what are you wearing around the house right now? So obviously Kim Kardashian launched her skin yes. line, but it's so expensive. It is, I know. So I went to Primark just before lockdown and they have like their version of it. Okay, and it's of course really, they do. really cool. It's like this sort of like white, quite fluffy, but they have like a set. So you have like this really beautiful cardigan. Then you've also got the trousers version, like a little crop top as well. So this is like a teddy bear. Yeah, teddy feel. bear yeah. feel. Really affordable. I think I didn't pay anything more than like 40 quid for the whole set. Amazing. But it's just as good because obviously that I feel like that's like a trend. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be wearing that again next year. And I feel like cozies are like, you always want to re- reinvest in things like every season or every mm-hmm. year so that's really good but I'm actually lusting over a brand called Olivia Von Hal. Oh, oh yeah dream oh my dream. gosh the dream <laughs> so, so expensive, expensive. Yeah. but it's just so beautiful like the print yeah. and I just imagine like being like very bougie in my house lounging around in that they've got like the zebra print one that's yeah. so beautiful the snake skin yeah. one or the snake print one but yeah if I had the budget to like go for that that's what I'd be lounging in I'm every single day the, the way I see myself at home as like a grown up <laughs> is exa- it's like a turban and some, yeah. and some velvet slippers and a full Olivia Von Hal set but I'm getting kind of dangerously close to actually being of adult age like like, do you know what I mean the age I imagine myself in there is not like it's quite it's not it's quite close yeah. and I'm not that close to Olivia Von Hal budget like, yeah so, also that she does beautiful cashmere as well yeah. which is like even like double the price of the silk pajamas like but it does like transport the way that you feel like if I'm at home and I put on like some old trackies and old hoodie like I just feel rank yeah and I think if we are like working from home you want to be comfortable exactly but you also want to feel kind of a bit like dolled yeah. up yeah. so if that you know I was very kindly gifted a beautiful silk set from Messino and every time I put that on I just feel like mm. a proper woman yeah, yeah. So it's, that's a you know like it, it's still really expensive but you know they're on the outnet and they yeah. always go into the sales so so you can kind of get that look there and I'm the yeah. same that's exactly what I put on I lived in my Asino set yeah. that summer yeah because exactly that they just make me feel a bit more yeah. grown up I was in isolation for two weeks which ended last week because I was tracked and traced I'm fine but <laughs> on the Saturday night we exactly that I spent the week also like in trackies no makeup but you know hair in a bun so on Saturday night I did exactly that I put on some velvet slippers and a full pajama suit yeah. and some red lipstick it felt great it was so nice <laughs> yeah. it is nice yeah. to have Becky what, what do you wear at home I love Urban Outfitters for loungewear yes, the best. it is honestly the one place if I'm going to get some stuff that is where I go because mm. they do really nice padded tracksuit yeah. bottoms that are so soft inside the quality is really good and it's usually about the £40 mark mm-hmm. which I would spend if I'm getting something I really want to wear a lot mm. they do the really really soft really yeah, soft joggers and that's kind of where I've always got my mm-hmm stuff from and yeah if I was looking for pyjamas even I'd look on there because it just feels very cozy but still a little bit luxe and again quite affordable I haven't really bought anything new loungewear because I've got it is something I do have a lot of Mm. it's something I like getting into at the weekend but what I would like actually talking about the Zara newness they've got these really lovely almost long john leggings yeah oh, nice. that's something i would look to getting i i love a long john yeah to be honest what, the resurgence of the jersey legging yeah is it? that's what, basically what i lived yeah. in this whole weekend was a cashmere pony neck and jersey leggings and long socks so and when comfy. you get into a blanket with that attire you feel yeah. the coziest you'll ever feel and you feel a bit less yeah, yeah. you're in leggings that you yeah, know yeah, a bit yeah. more pulled yeah, together a bit more yeah pulled together exactly yeah that's such a good point zara is so good for that right now so good for that yeah we're going to go shopping now. <laughs> okay, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you, Adiola. Thank you so much for joining course, us. Thank you for having me. Thanks to both of you as well. If you have any feedback at all, please do email podcast at sheerlux.com. We love hearing from you. Don't forget also to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 